This is Money Talks. We're back. Troy Harmon here with Casey Smith and Peter Lynch talking about finances. My favorite topic. I can talk all week if you're willing to stay awake long enough. That's right. Hopefully nobody gets so bored they run off the road. I mean, that'd be horrible, wouldn't it? That would be. Yeah. Uh, all right. So um, finished up our topic uh, last segment, uh, talking about financial planning. Uh, let me give you a way that you can contact either Peter or KC. It's uh, 770-429-9166. Or you can email at drgene at hensler.com. That is spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R dot com. And uh, that's also the way that you can get in touch with us. If you have a financial question you'd like to have, have uh, answered on the show, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we also have a question hotline wherein you can just call in, leave your message, including your question. Uh, we will play that on the air and answer right behind it. That question hotline is one 429 9166 uh, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call. So, um, guys, we got some questions that we want to run over. Uh, first on the docket is uh, Sean and Melody from Hiram. Uh, man, it should have Jared on this show. That's out in his neck of the woods. That's right. Uh, they say, is it too late to get in some growth technology stocks? I think you said tech is up 20-something percent year-to-date. Uh, we're looking at Auto Home Inc. and Splunk Inc., Splunk. Splunk. Yeah, uh, that uh, unfortunately sounds like something I heard in the men's room the other day. Um, but uh, <laughs> I didn't think he would do it, folks. <clears throat> Casey. Dared. Don't don't dare me. No. Oh, uh, it, I, I mean, honestly, what, what else does it remind no, you of? I, no, I'm with you. Yeah, this. all right. So auto home is like the Chinese version of uh, some of the things that we've seen come out in the, in the U.S. markets, like a true car or... Uh, you know, some of these others where you can go online, you can, um, it's again in the Chinese market. I, I looked it up before, uh, when I was doing, uh, some of my research on this, it's all, uh, spelling in Chinese. I don't have a clue what I was looking at, but, uh, they tell me that it's information to the, uh, some of the manufacturers' websites. Um, you know, it's basically shared information on automobiles and you can go in there and make a purchase. Now, the thing that's great about the company is its revenue has increased over the past three years on average over 100%, 114% to be exact. Problem is, when I go digging with my institutional-grade tools, I can't find much information on this stock. That go being figure. the case. Headquartered in Beijing. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's a whole other issue. When it's headquartered in Beijing, I'll, I take pretty much everything that I read and, and uh, see with a grain of salt. But in this case, I'm not seeing enough information to make a decision on. So uh, to be honest with you, when it's like that and all I can really see is revenue growth, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't think that it's, uh, that it's a reasonable investment. So that leaves us with Splunk. What is Splunk? Anybody? Is it like a cave uh, when you go Splunk walking through caves? <laughs> Is that splunking? <laughs> I love it. It's spelunking, but oh, uh, well. yeah, splunk. Maybe that's uh, that's what they've got. This is uh, this is actually data that's available for 
a lot of IT folks when you're when you're out trying to gather data on uh, market um, situations. So the the data de- it, uh, is quite divergent, um, but it seems like there are quite a few uh, competitors in the market. Uh, if you look at their five year earnings growth, it's negative thirty one oh nine. Their ROE is negative 10.7. Their ROE, I got that backwards, 10.7 negative on the ROA, return on assets, negative uh, 27% return on equity. Uh, at the very best, what this stock is is a speculation. Now, I will tell you that their revenue growth has been pretty significant in uh, in recent years, 36.5% approximately. Uh, at least in the U.S., their operating margin, again, is negative. Every profit margin that you look at here is a negative. They're not making money yet. And that's always the, the technology startup I was about to say, can't you just say, I mean, argument. Uber and yeah. I mean, even Amazon mm-hmm. right. until a few years ago uh, yeah. never made a profit. Right. The difference between this company and those is – I, they do use a lot of uh, AWS, the Amazon uh, web services, web, right? Web services data mm-hmm. uh, that they're that they're providing to people in a in a quick, easy way. Uh, so so they're partnered to some degree with AWS, but in reality, they have many competitors that can provide data to the IT world in a similar way. Um, the fact that they have grown revenue uh, so so quickly is is a good thing. But in the last couple of years, I've been seeing uh, when I go back to look at their um, financial reporting, it looks like the cash flow from operations is getting weaker instead of stronger. Mm-hmm. You would expect just the opposite of that. Um, you know, they've purchased a few companies here and there. Uh, it's it's basically a classic startup, but this one. In fact, if you ask me, is going to have to rely on one of those bigger companies swallowing it up, buying it out, uh, and to me, that's just not a good investment thesis. So, uh, as much as I would like to give you good news, I'm going to tell you my advice to Sean and Melody is, yeah, there probably is something in IT that you can find uh, that will give you a little bit of a boost. It almost all looks very expensive to me right now, and it almost feels like the second wave of a tech bubble mm-hmm. uh, when you start seeing these these uh, newly IPO'd companies coming out. No earnings, getting loaded up with multiples. You look at the price to sales on this uh, particular company, nine and a half. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, price to sales yeah. usually is around one to yeah. 1.2. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, it. my advice is don't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Anyway. Not going splunking, then. Not, I am not <laughs> advising that you go splunking and uh, avoid auto home as well. All right, so we've got another one here. Josh from Forest Park uh, says, should I still contribute to my uh, to the match uh, to my 401K? All right, so contributing in the 401K up to the amount that the company matches. Uh, should I continue doing that if I'm in the process of trying to get out of debt? I'm in uh, my mid-40s and have a pretty decent balance in my 401K. I wouldn't be taking any money out, but I'd take 8 to 12 months off from contributing to pay down some consumer debt. What yeah. you guys think? I mean, this is always a tough question. It, it um, is, and it comes up not only with credit card debt, but now student loan debt. Should yeah. I pay off my student loan? Should I save for retirement? 
And a lot of times the correct answer is both. Yeah. You want to do both, especially if your company has a match. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, if you think about the match, I, in general kind of rule of thumb for things like this is in very basic terms, if you can earn more on an investment than you can, than you're paying an interest on a loan, then keep the loan as long as you, your cash flow supports the ability to make the payments on it and save for into that investment account. You'll be better off. And this is, we're talking about, you know, consumer debt interest rates are pretty, pretty, pretty steep. So yeah. you're looking at, you know, 19 to 27%. That's going to be tough to compete with. However, if you get a match on your 401k, that's a hundred percent return on that right. money. Yeah. So maybe you contribute up to the match. If you were doing above that, maybe you could scale that back and use the money to, to pay off some of the debt and just pay it down over time. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, when you've got consumer debt, um, those interest rates need to be taken care of. Um, find a way to pay it off earlier if you've got another source of income or can create another source of income. Um, and there's a psychological advantage there, too. Once that consumer debt is gone, now maybe you can increase your retirement plan contribution. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a good plan. I mean, the other the other side of the coin is, you know, okay, well, what is really the, the value if you quit saving your 401k for – a short period of time, you know, a year, two years, um, how is that really going to hurt you if you are, in fact, using that money to plow it back in and pay off your debt? Right. You can make the argument that's going to give you some flexibility to do some other things. And to Peter's point, from a behavioral standpoint, it's probably just going to make you feel better <laughs> and not right. feel like you're just so overwhelmed with the debt. So uh, I agree with Peter. I think the best thing to do is do both if you can. Um, trying to find, I mean, take advantage of that free money with the match, but mm-hmm. um, try to find ways to cover that debt other ways because you do want to pay that down at those rates. Yep, yeah. no doubt. All right, guys, uh, if you need help making that calculation, you can find us at 770-429-9166. You give us a call. You can ask for uh, Casey Smith or Peter Lynch. And uh, last question of this show, guys, mark it up or down this week. I say up. I gotta say up. All right, I'm I'm always up. So uh, we say the market's going up next week. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.